I'm curious, how many of you guys are familiar with the game of football? Alright, so, so for example, if I was the quarterback and this is the, the zero yard line and I'm headed down there and that pad on the wall represents what would be in the end zone of the 100 or of the, you know, of the goal, right? And then what, what do I have on the side marking my progress? What's on the side marking my progress? That's a different game. What's on the side marking my pro? What's chain gang? And 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 with the chain gang, where where does like t tell me more? Describe the chain gang for me. Tell me what's going on. All right, where I am and where first down. And what what does first down represent for me? I'm, I'm looking for a hand. What does first down represent? How far you got um, to the end with the ball um, before you got down. Oh, okay. All right. What? Somebody else. Give me something else. I'm, I'm looking for something a little more. That's exactly what I was looking for. The one word that I was looking for is that the 10 yard at the end of the chain gang, it represents progress. So if I'm down here and I'm taking my snaps and I'm or handing off or whatever, right? And so I'm trying. So, for example, if I'm trying to quarterback my life, and I'm taking snaps at my life, like each moment, each environment, each room. Like you just came into another room today, and for you, this is a snap. And either you're on the defensive side of the ball, or you're on the offensive side of the ball. And I'm just going to tell you to set the tone for this room right now. This is an opportunity, like this is a room where you're on the offensive side of the ball. Actually, actually, right now you're sort of in the in the locker room, and this is a huddle. It's this is a timeout. This is a this is a huddle. What this is? See, this is this is an opportunity for you to e either like listen and zero in and like really pay attention, so you can have a game plan to move forward. Or this is an opportunity for you to just kind of rest. And some of you guys probably need this. You probably just need a minute to just rest and just kind of let your brain like think or go somewhere or plan ahead just in your own kind of thing like you probably know what's going on and then there's going to be some of you guys who you're just sitting there and because because you're not really in the game and you're kind of on the you know you kind of play the end and guard the water bottle right then and you're not really you're not really in it because see just anybody can play football right you don't really in the state of Alabama, you don't really have to have a lot of talent or exceptional ability to make the team. Like, we don't make cuts in football, right? So just, and I'm looking around, and there's like a couple of you, like really two or three, who I can tell that your chief goal in life is to play the end and guard the water cooler like I can just tell that and I'm not going to point you out but some of you guys I think you can tell as well who those people are like your whole chief in because you're not you're not doing two things you're not doing two things one you're not taking this time that we have seriously two 
you're not taking the person in front of you seriously. And then three, you're not taking yourself seriously. And this is probably the most important error in the whole in the whole thing is the fact that you're not taking yourself seriously. See, one of my goals in life, one of my goals in life is to help you figure out how to take you a little bit more seriously. That way, if you take you a little bit more seriously, then other people's gonna, t- I'm not talking about being like stodgy or, or being stuck up or being somebody who's like difficult to be around. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about being somebody who's just like ornery and hard headed and like hard to deal with. I'm not talking about like, I'm not telling you that you need to like be like, wake up and be a jerk one day for the, like, no, not that. I'm not telling you that. I'm telling you, and I'm going to tell you guys a couple of stories today, I think, and then we're going to pair up in mentor groups and the conversation that I want you to have. And I'm going to give you some instructions for that in just a couple moments. But what I'm talking about is I need you to take yourself a little more seriously so that others will take you a little more seriously. I need you to respect yourself a little more. And somebody, some of y'all need to write that word down, respect. You need to, I'm telling you, you need to respect yourself a little bit more so that others will respect you as well. And some of you guys, and it's like I told a kid when I was at Gainesville High School a few weeks ago, and we're having this assembly in Gainesville High School like 21, 2200 students, like it's a pretty big school. And then at the end, we did this Q&A of the assembly of the talk, whatever. And the kids were like chiming, talking in. And I'm running around the room with the microphone, just taking them. And there's this one kid that had been sitting up front. I mean, I mean, he looked like a grown man. And and the whole time he was tracking with me and he was a young black dude and he's tracking with me. He's a junior and he's about this tall. I mean, the dude, kid was pretty big and played ball and stuff. And the whole time where he's just like, like his gaze is just fixed. And so I know he's kind of in it. Right. And at the end, I'm like, my man, you've got something to say. And I still need to post this video. So I'll probably post this video soon because I mean, it was one of those for me is one of those special moments in my life where I was like, yeah, I just got came apart just inside because I was like, here's a young man that gets it. But when I handed him the microphone, he didn't have a lot of courage and he didn't have a lot of confidence and he really didn't believe in himself. And I said, my man, I said, listen, before anybody else believes in you, you're going to have to believe in you. And he takes the microphone and kind of timidly, he kind of timidly walks to the front of the room and he, he takes the mic and just really shy and bashful. And like the more he started talking, like his friends started getting into it because what he was saying was good. And they were starting to like clap and yell for him and stuff. And by the end of the time, man walked away with his chest out his head up high and it's like aloe black because he's going to tell everybody you know what i'm saying and it was just one of those moments that was just it was a special moment but the truth is is some of you guys like you need to have that special moment you need to have that special moment to where you believe in who you are so that other people have the option to choose to believe because listen and here's the truth of it there are some that will never believe in you there are some you're just always going to be that little kid there are some 
family members that you have. There are family members that I have that will not listen to a word that I say to them, even though if they would just spend five minutes with me and just do what I told them or recommended for them to do, it would absolutely change their life. And some of you guys, you're going to have people like that. Oh, that's just Dakota. Oh, that's, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's just. Oh, that's just. Oh, that's just. Right? The problem is, the problem with that is, is when people minimalize one another, people minimalize one another, what they do is they shut down the potential for growth and influence. They shut down the potential for growth and influence. So this is the play every day of your life for the rest of your life. How do you keep taking the snaps? How do you keep executing what you need to execute in your life? I really should have played football when I was younger. I really should have played college football. I don't regret it. But I leave in the morning for Gainesville, Florida. It'll be the third time I've been to Gainesville in my life. The first time I went was a recruiting trip to the University of Florida. And I said no. But anyway, that's, that was a long time ago. Because I like football so much and what it represents in life. Because, see, if you can take each day, each week, each month, each year, if you can take each moment, each inch by inch, each step by step, each play and if you can execute and if you can move just a little bit each day each week each month and listen there are going to be times there are going to be times when you get sacked and there are going to be times when the defense shows up big and there's going to be times when you're going to be on the other side of the the ball and there's going to be times when you're playing defense but if you can execute see because this is the truth You don't have to move, but I want you to turn your attention right here. So if this represents where the one guy is holding with the post, with the chain gang, and like, let's see. And if this represents where the other guy, so if this is about 10 yards, if this represents where the other guy is holding the post, most people live right here because see it's unacceptable for me to get pushed back any farther than this it's unacceptable for me to perform any less than this this and below is unacceptable see this is the middle it's where most people live This is exceptional. This is the guy that we're watching on ESPN when he breaks the tackle at the two and sprints up to the 12. This is exceptional. Here and beyond is exceptional. See, this is achievement. This is what separates you from the rest of the crowd. See, both of these, the problem with both unexceptional and exceptional, the problem with both unacceptable and exceptional 
is that it places you in a position to where you're the center of attention and you're no longer in the middle. It's easy to live in the middle. It's easy to live in the middle. Everybody lives in the middle. I bet if I were to uh, poll most of you guys, I bet most of your grades are very similar. I bet most of your attendance days are very similar. I bet most of your homework habits are very similar. I bet most of your social media habits are very similar. I bet most of your dating habits are very similar. And probably even with the same people, but that's a different discussion. We'll talk about that later. Because it's like, I mean, it's like the truth is like, 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 like one day you walk, one day you wake up and you're holding this girl's hand and you're kind of rubbing her leg or whatever. But the problem is, is like a month later, your friend was doing the same thing. It's like, that's messed up. That's messed up. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, but I mean, but y'all, hey, y'all are hands full. I mean, there's a lot of fish in the sea, but this ain't a part of the sea. Yet. <laughs> Roll Tide. Who said Alabama? I'm having fun with this. Hey, but look over here. All right, y'all ready to get over that yet? Because if, if y'all will allow me, we'll make some progress. If you'll allow me, we'll make some progress. See, anytime you get yourself out of the middle, this is when people, yeah, I knew they couldn't do it. I knew they would fail. Ah, it's just so, it's just, it's just. And anytime you get up here, and you start performing exceptionally, you with me? My Latino brothers in the back, you with me? Just asking. Anytime you start performing exceptionally, you know what happens? Oh, he thinks he all that. Oh, she thinks she's all that. Who, 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 who do they think they are? Why do they think they deserve? See, you have haters on both ends. You have haters. I'm, listen, I'm going to tell you. If you don't know already, if you don't know already, you have haters. You have haters on both ends, guys. You have haters on both ends. And see, here's, here's the thing. Because so many people live in the middle. And here's going to be the greatest temptation of your life. The greatest temptation of your life, the greatest temptation of your life is to make the safe play, the safe play that keeps you in the middle. The safe play that keeps you in the middle. The greatest temptation of your life will be, will be to consistently make the safe play that keeps you in the middle. It will keep you from performing exceptionally because you'll fear the risk of performing in a way that's unacceptable. 
I'm just curious, what if you really put all the cards on the table? What if you really put all the cards on the table and went after a thing? My oldest son, I'll talk about him. I've talked about him a lot through the years here at Hansville High School. And it's kind of neat because he's a, he's a freshman now. He's a freshman over at West Point now. And Jaden is uh, Jaden's pretty bright. He takes a lot after his mom. I'm not going to tell you all a lot about the details or whatever because some of you guys might even know him. But you know what? He's a part of the math team over at um, He's a part of the math team over at West Point, and he's taken his practice ACT and stuff a couple times. Uh, they've done that at West Point and, su- and stuff. On the math team, and this is the thing about Jaden. Jaden is probably just as active on social as any of you guys are. Believe me, I take the phone from him often. <laughs> I'm like, you're driving me crazy, kid. Get off your dang phone. But at the same time, when it comes time for a math tournament or something like that, for like two or three days straight, that joker is sitting at the kitchen table with the phone face down, working out some stuff that it's been a year since I knew how to do. And he's moving himself into a place of exceptional. And because he's willing to risk it all to move himself into a place of acceptable, see, like, for a place of exceptional the ball the ball's going farther and the chains are moving because West Point's math team they won like first in the state overall this year in like their division or whatever and he led their team so in the state as far as math stuff goes like and and no I don't have a bumper sticker I don't need one but it's like my kid kind of led that in the state well, it's not only that. So he's a freshman, and two days ago, I was at his uh, his uh, his football team was doing a liftathon, and I think I owe the football team like one hundred and twenty-five dollars and fifty cents because his totals on his lifts were twelve hundred and fifty pounds. No, it's twelve twelve fifty or twelve fifty-five, and I pledged a dime per pound. And as a freshman, he got the he got the heaviest deadlift on the whole team. As a freshman, he got a 475 deadlift, which I was standing there right in front of him while it was going on, <laughs> and it was kind of a, a special kind of a moment, you know, because I was just yelling to the top of my lungs in his face, and he's pulling this weight, and it was it was you just would have had to been there. It was a moment. It was it was great. I loved it, and he pulled the weight. But as a freshman, so he, so on his, so that, so I, I owe forty-seven dollars and fifty cents for his, for his deadlift. And and I just wonder, I just wonder how far you would go if you would just believe in yourself. Because the funny thing is, is I talk to him the same way I talk to you, the same way I talk to the kids last week in North and South Dakota, the same way I'll talk to them next week in Albany, New York, the same way I'll talk to them tomorrow when I fly back into Gainesville and on Friday. I talk to you guys the same way and the same way as this. Are you willing, are you willing to get out of the middle And are you willing to quit being afraid of unacceptable 
so that you can turn your back completely on unacceptable and head toward what is exceptional and what is beyond exceptional. See, the truth is, is you have to turn your back on some things. You have to turn your back on some people who are constantly living in the middle and living in unacceptable. You have to turn your back on that. You have to rebel completely away from what is unacceptable and what is in the middle if you want to press on toward what is exceptional and what is beyond exceptional. But I just wonder how many of you guys, you still don't take yourself serious. You still don't take the person beside you serious. You still don't believe in yourself. And this, like, people ask me, like, when I'm on, when I'm traveling and stuff, people ask me, they're like, so you're a motivational speaker, right? And I'm like, oh, no, motivation is an emotion. Motivation is an emotion. Motivation is like yesterday when my wife was really, or, or I'm sorry, emotion is like yesterday when my wife was really stressed out. My wife teaches special education over at the Child Development Center. And, and so this is the time of the year where they have to do IEPs. Do you know what those are? Those are individual education plans. And if you're a special needs student in the state of Alabama, you have an IEP. An IEP is around 150 so pages of work per student. So she has 17, I think. So she has that much work to do with the students in her class. It begins at like the end of April and it ends May 15th. IEPs are all due in by May 15th. Well, what's crazy right now is she's also going to do her national board certification. It's supposed to take 18 months to do your national boards because it's simply like for a teacher, right? For an educator, right? It's supposed to take like 18 months. It's the equivalent to getting another master's degree. Alexis declared that she was going to finish hers in six months. So her IEPs are all due on May 15th. Her, all of her national board stuff is due on May 16th. So she's working like 18 hour days on her laptop right now to get it done. And she's long since quit looking at unacceptable. And I don't know if she's ever looked at unacceptable in her life. Actually, she's long since looked at the middle. 
She's going to be the first educator in her school with national board certification. She'll be the first educator ever in Coleman County who teaches special education with national board certification. But see, somebody's got to be the first. And I tell you these things because, see, there's a there's some of you. There's some of you haters out there. Right. There's some of you. Oh, he's just bragging on his family. He's just bragging on all oh, on his stuff. And he's no, I'm not. It's not about bragging on something. It's not about that because I know what it looks like. I know what it feels like. I know what it's like as a kid. To grow up in a home where you're being yelled at and torn apart and picked apart. I know what it's like to live in the projects because I did. I know what it's like for your mom to be driving a 1976 little Ford Pinto. Half of y'all don't even know what it is. It's this tiny little two-door car that we, true story, had to hold our feet up when we rode in the back seat. Because it didn't have a back floorboard like you saw asphalt. Because my mom didn't have the money to go buy another car. It's not bragging. It's I'm telling you. I believe enough in you. See, emotions is what's getting half of y'all in trouble right now. Emotions is when you're in a little relationship and you little, you know, you little, you know what I'm saying? It, mm-hmm, and you, your emotions start to take over. And then and then nine months later, how'd this happen? It's an emotional condition. You see what I'm saying? See, yeah, we got see that? Yeah, we got you. <laughs> Can you? <laughs> See, that's an emotional, see, that's an emotional, an emotional condition is when you know you've got a project due, when you know you've got a test coming up, when you know you've got finals coming up. See, and it's an emotion. I don't want to do that. I don't, I don't feel like, I don't feel like doing my homework. I don't feel like cleaning my room. I don't feel like half of you guys, you know what, you know how I know that. That not have you know how I know that some of you guys in this room will absolutely fail for like a good little while still because there's some of you in this room who still your like the whole duration of this talk there's some of you in this room I know you're gonna fail because you're still not right here zeroed in like locked in because what I'm giving you right now is like golden nuggets I'm just going to tell you this is good. Like if you don't know that, what I'm telling you, this is good. You need to be like writing down and chewing on every word. Because I'm telling you, this is the crap it takes to get you successfully from unacceptable to to so far beyond exceptional, you ain't even dreamed about it yet. Like, Like you can't even imagine how great it could be. And it's not about money. It's not about lifestyle choices. It's not about getting to go places. It's not about any of that. There's one day, I'm telling you guys, where, where you can wake up and this person that you've always seen in here that you could be, there, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, there can come a day where you can wake up and be that person that 10, 15, 20 years ago you dreamed of being. Regardless of whether or not your parents ever did it. That person that you see for you, I'm telling you, I know from experience. 